listening into Locked On Golden Gophers, welcome back into the show. We're joined over the Zoom call by Daniel House, one of the smartest minds out there when it comes to the Big Ten. Locked On Big Ten. Ben has told you plenty about that. And he joins our show again now, and we need to get him on here more often because there's plenty, of course, to talk about always, as we were just discussing. But right now, it seems like things are really starting to pour in as that dead period lifts up and Minnesota really, really digs into recruiting on both football and basketball. And Daniel's a little bit of expert on all of it. So I just want to ask you, Daniel, with everything that is going on right now, what are the things that are kind of catching your eye as all sorts of stuff kind of comes your way? In-person recruiting again. It was dead last year, so getting the chance to see people in person again, like at the camp a couple of uh, last week, uh, that's a huge added bonus because we missed out on a big opportunity to just see how players move on the field, how athletic they are, uh, and it helps kids who maybe wouldn't normally get a Division I offer to possibly do that at a camp. So it adds another evaluation point for people like me, especially where, you know, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt when you're watching a highlight video, but, you know, you got to pair that you're talking with a coach maybe that is coached against that player. I have found that the, some of the best information that you can get is from, from other people that have coached against a specific player, because you get that honest opinion most of the time, but it's great. I'm excited about having in-person recruiting back and some energy in these months in June and July, because last year I think about sitting here going, okay, what am I going to write about during this dead period here where there's just nothing going on? And, oh, okay, let's just start a business in the middle of a pandemic and, and try it out. But hey, it worked out, which was great. And that's Daniel House over at gophersguru.com, by the way, if you want to go <laughs> and check out all his stuff there when he started that up. And yeah, it's a lot easier now. You think about kind of a year, two years ago two years ago when we were worrying about like trying to find what we were going to do for a story that day when there were sports going on. And then you realize what you've gone through last year. I feel like everyone's kind of like a seasoned vet now when it comes to getting all that stuff out of the way, but let's move on to more Gophers stuff here as we talk recruiting with Daniel house, again, gophersguru.com. Daniel, you mentioned that in-person aspect of it has been such a big thing for you. Who are some of the guys that you feel like you've been able to learn a little bit more about because of that? At the camp, Kristen Hoskins, the wide receiver from Alexandria, really caught my eye. One of the best players overall on the field. And when you watched him do the, the testing part of the workout, it was pretty apparent that he definitely has that 4-4, sub-4-4 speed, effortlessly change in direction. Uh, positional work just moves so well in and out of breaks. And there's a lot of potential in his game yet, too, as a route runner. But he ran a corner route in one of the one-on-one drills and just effortlessly moved out of the break, tracked the ball outside frame, and it was just a great play. And he's really, really explosive and dynamic. He's a different flavor of wide receiver than the Gophers maybe have had on their roster before as like a top receiver because he can play out of the slot. You can throw the ball to him in space and create a lot of gadget plays for him, jet motion, screens, different things like that, and return man because I think that's one of the things that the Gophers definitely need to improve upon is that field position battle, improving there so you're not backed up. Uh, It makes a huge difference, and the numbers really support that. So Hoskins was one of the big names that caught my eye. Jacob Knuth, quarterback, had an opportunity to see him. I I believe quarterback evaluation in person is one of the best things because I, you know, have a way that I like to see, you know, the, the different traits that quarterbacks have. And 
One of them is just standing about 30 yards away, you know, at a, a horizontal angle, watching how these guys throw outside the numbers. And uh, it's apparent that Knuth has pretty good arm strength, uh, athletic. Uh, during the athletic testing side of things, you could definitely tell that, and you see it on the, the film as well. Uh, he threatens a lot as a runner, and he's a big, long strider. I mean, it was like it takes like four steps for him to cover ground when he was doing the, the shuttle drills, and I was noting that. And I just see a guy that's got a lot of, of potential. Honestly, I really, really like what, what I see from his game just at this stage. And even mechanically on film, what you saw you know, last year versus where he's at right now, I do think there's been improvement there. And then when he gets up here and has a chance to you know tune things up and become more refined and compact with the throwing motion. But I, I saw a lot of good things there as well. And then Sean Salas, a tight end from uh, Texas that was up there. One of the things I really wanted to see from him was how is he going to move on the field in and out of breaks? Because obviously the tight end position, usually they're moving a wide receiver who's not quick enough to be a wide receiver to play tight end. So how does this guy move in and out of breaks? And honestly, I thought he did a really good job, certainly displayed that potential during the camp and his releases off the line of scrimmage were really good, strong footwork, a nice blend of physicality. Uh, a guy that definitely people should keep an eye on. There was one point, a rep that was really good, ran an outside release fade against uh, Trey Holloman, who was there camping. Another notable thing, Trey Holloman decides to come to the football camp after visiting basketball <laughs> the day prior, but he gains separation. Salas does, makes a late adjustment. Uh, really good body control and ball skills on that play, being able to snatch it out of midair. And I mean, Holloman nearly recovered. He had the speed to get back in that passing lane, but uh, managed to Salas managed to make the play. So those are three guys that certainly grabbed my attention. Salas might be a guy that the Gophers can manage to, to land. Uh, another one that I want to mention is Kale Crow as well. Interesting thing with Kale Crow, offensive lineman from Huxley, Ohio, uh, uh, Huxley, Iowa, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Iowa, Iowa state did not offer him. They're literally 11 miles from uh, his house and they did not offer him. However, he's taking a visit to Iowa on June 25th. He was up in Minnesota for this camp. He's taking another visit to the Gophers on June 18th, I believe. So definitely some interest there. And when I looked at him, I'm like quickness, athleticism, those athletic traits. And the Gophers definitely are starting to, when they first got here, it was like, okay, we're going to try to get as many physically ready players as possible. Now that they have built up the depth chart, they can get some of these guys that maybe need to add some Way to their frame, you know, develop up technique wise. They're looking for a lot of athletes and Kale Crow definitely checks that box. Once he gets in here, strength and conditioning program, uh, he's going to have a nice uh, developmental track. And I think, you know, you see the upside just from an athletic perspective and what he can do and, and some of his film, the physicality that he had on film, he was finishing blocks and, and throwing people all over the place. Uh, it definitely a player that would, need some time to develop, but Minnesota has shown they can do a really good job of that. Iowa State, for example, no offensive lineman drafted in the Matt Campbell era. They've only had three players selected in general overall at all positions since Matt Campbell's been there. So offensive line seems to be an elusive thing for Iowa State, and it could benefit Minnesota because Kale Crow would be a nice get uh, for this class. More coming up with Daniel in just a minute. Our show today is brought to you by Stat Hero. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? 
But is it really that surprising? The game's rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who have more tools and more time. It's hard for you to stand a chance, but not anymore. Introducing Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house, not you against everyone. Everybody else. I don't like daily fantasy sports all that much because I know I can pick guys to put together a good lineup, but I'm not going to be able to get every single time that random combination of players that can beat like the thousands of others who are on these other sites. Stat Hero doesn't do that. It's you against them, and if you beat them, you win. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Show today is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar with everything that you could need and want out of your workout supplement or just the thing you use to get you through the day. Built Bar has everything from the protein and no sugar or net carbs to the great flavor that you just don't find anywhere else. You can go over to BuiltBar.com, try out all of their great flavors on the site, and if you do end up getting one of them to yourself, use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. We're back with more with Daniel House in just a minute here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Yeah, plenty of names to remember there. Crow, Salas, uh, Knuth and Hoskins. I know they're buddies on Twitter already. They end up retweeting each other's stuff and sending each other's stuff all the time. So, it's good to see the love there already coming in and, of course, all the talent coming in as well. Uh, Daniel, you mentioned P.J. Fleck kind of building that foundation those first couple of years in recruiting classes. He's mm-hmm. starting to kind of try to build that foundation for the next couple of recruiting classes now as we start to see more offers for the 23 and 24 classes go out. How much have you looked at just the offers that he's sending out? Because right now it is just kind of like a lot of throwing up against the wall. And what can you take away as to like what he's trying to do and what he does try to do at the start of these cycles, as far as like the strategy of building each class? Well, you're just looking at the roster year to year. And I mean, it's more difficult to actually project that in this climate because of the fact that you have so many guys in the transfer portal. Like I've talked to numerous people in college football that are working in personnel and they're like, oh my gosh, man, I don't even know how to plan for the next couple of years because it's like who's going to be here who's going to be on scholarship got to get possibly down to scholarships to 10 back to 85 scholarship limit there are a lot of moving pieces so it makes roster management important targeting certain positions that might be coming off the books you know i think one of the things that never changes when you're looking at recruiting is you want to be good up front keep blending in offensive line defensive line offers because you want to be able to rush the passer with four. I think that's the next step for Minnesota's program is doing that. They're at the point now where they're able to get some transfers like Niles Pinckney, Val Martin in there to team up with some of the recruiting moves that they had made at that position already. 
So now you're starting to dash depth in there all the time. Same thing can be said with the offensive line. I mean, when PJ got to Minnesota, they had like four linemen available for spring ball that year. So it was a complete tear down to the studs at that position. Get guys in, develop them up. Now you have a system of development. And I, Brian Callahan, I believe, is one of the best offensive line coaches just at developing. You go back to Western Michigan and look at the players that he took to the NFL there, players he's going to take to the NFL here because this is the year where you're going to see a lot of gopher linemen uh, getting into the NFL draft with Blaze Andres, maybe John Michael Schmitz, Connor Olson. Just think about those guys that are all going to be in the mix and, you know, down the road here, Daniel Falele and Curtis Dunlap possibly with them coming back now. So you're just dashing position groups now. When PJ got here, it was like, okay, need to find the immediate fix at each position group, get guys that can contribute right away. You look at, for example, Rashad Bateman being the foundation guy where the wide receiver was a glaring weakness when they got there, had to get Rashad in there. He was the priority, got him. Now he's in the NFL. Uh, you look at those types of moves where you got to find an impact player, Falele, you know, a physical freak that can come in and contribute right away and provide depth for a while and then, you know, elevate up into a starting position. So, you know, to answer your question, I think it's just dashing in where you need to and thinking about the future, which guys could possibly be gone. Where do I need to fill in those gaps? And then which positions are of priority? And with Minnesota, the style of play that they have, uh, it, it comes back to that O-line. That seems to be the foundation. And PJ has made that a priority. And I, I believe he's starting to get to the point where he wants to be uh, at that position. So that that's good news. Yeah. And, and as you mentioned, and I mentioned it on the show earlier this week, too, it's just with the stuff in the trenches, you don't want to only have a couple of those guys and then have to worry about mm -hmm. grabbing them at the end of the recruiting cycle when you've no. got so much other stuff to worry about. It's a lot of those offers coming out right now. And that's a lot of the reason why is because they want to get those guys locked up. Mm -hmm. um, you want to build those relationships now, you know, early in the game before other people get in the mix, too. Mm -hmm. We'll finish up with Daniel in just a second here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But first, Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. These people have all sorts of different products, from gum to lozenges in great flavors like wintergreen, cherry ice, citrus, mint. It's everything that you could want out of your products as far as just convenience and taste. And also, these these things are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your cards to purchase Lucy now. It's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. This is the time to get this thing done. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out the dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. The subscription comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Again, for our Locked On listeners, go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to get 20% off all products on your first order, including the gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE.
Daniel, you mentioned Trey Holloman, and I think it's a good opportunity to switch over to the basketball side because Ben Johnson, who's been big in the transfer portal, is now getting into his first actual recruiting class. And it was all sorts of talk about him being able to recruit in-state when he got here. He brings in a whole bunch of in-close players to start off this first couple of weeks of visits. What can you tell us about just the names and the experiences and the relationships with those people in Minnesota that Ben Johnson was advertised as being able to bring in? Yeah, the relationship side of it is the most interesting thing to me because Ben played such a big role in getting Amir Coffey and Daniel Taru to Minnesota. I don't think people realize it enough how big of a role he played in that. So that was something that stood out during the process of like interviewing Ben is he was able to be a big part of getting those two players. And then adding his relationships in the basketball landscape into the mix and then throwing Dave Thorson in here, who has ties for decades in Minnesota, former De La Salle head coach, now gets experience, you know, recruiting uh, down at Colorado State, been with Nico at Drake. Like he has great experience. And that's one of the things that absolutely had to happen was find that guy that can be that veteran knows the landscape, can complement you well. And, and that's what Ben did. And now the process starts of 2022 recruiting. It, it is going to be the key. Everyone's going to judge, you know, how the Ben Johnson air is going to look based off of what happens with this 2022 recruiting class, fair, wrong, or different. That's just probably going to be how it goes. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see who he kind of prioritizes. And I think we can already tell that he's going to be building relationships with all these guys, Trey Hallman coming in first day of open recruiting, you know, in person comes in, does a visit, goes to the football camp, then flies out to Michigan state has a really good visit there. So, you know, it's going to be a long process, but you know, at least Minnesota is getting in the game on Trey Holloman and getting involved, which I think is just the first step is, is getting that relationship and showing that, you know, Minnesota is a place you want to play basketball, selling it uh, and, and getting those guys interested. The other name that I'm keeping an eye on is Braden Carrington. I think he's going to be one of the top, top targets. I mean, Minnesota, I visit one really well with Minnesota. I think type of player that Ben wants, you know, dynamic guard that can attack off the dribble, strong shooter. Uh, I I think all those traits are are what he's looking for because offensively probably going to run a spread attack style offense with a lot of ball movement, a lot of off ball stuff. Uh, Guys cutting spacing is going to be really important. And and then you're going to need a versatile big to complement that. So Braden Carrington from park center uh, is definitely one of the realistic targets that I can see. And then Demarion Watson from Totino Grace. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about him enough. I was watching some stuff on him, talking to some people. And the big thing, the takeaway was this guy's really good on defense, can rebound the basketball extremely well, and also has the jumper to step out and take some shots to stretch the defense a little bit. So definitely another guy that that fits the mold. Those are the two names that I really like a lot in this class that I think Minnesota will be making a hard pursuit at in the 2022 class. And then, you know, Trey Hallman, what happens? Does he play football and basketball? That happens. PJ flat could play a huge role in trying to get Trey Hallman to stay here. It, it, it could come down to PJ Fleck 
versus like a Mel Tucker, for example, if he wants to play football and basketball, I, I like putting I like putting some of the uh, the early betting odds on PJ if it comes down <laughs> to PJ Fleck versus Mel Tucker. But we'll see. You got Izzo in that equation too, so that that tips the scale sure. a bit. That's true. That's true. Who, who would be? I haven't been around long enough. I don't know if you know who would have been the last guy at Minnesota to do that, play both sports. Oh, last guy. I honestly, I'm trying to think of who that would be. I mean, you go back like Dave Winfield was the the ultimate dual sport athlete getting picked in all the leagues. That's the, I mean, that's the last one I can honestly mm. think of is Dave Winfield. Yeah. I, I don't, I have it. I don't have anything. I got Donovan McNabb at Syracuse. That's what I have. But yeah, but it'd be something fun to watch, obviously. And I, of course the fans would absolutely love it if there were someone to be able to do that again, but that's a long, long ways away before we let you go, Daniel. And again, Speaking here with Daniel House of GophersGuru.com. Go over to the site. Check out his stuff. He's a smart guy who breaks down everything going down with Gophers Sports. Daniel, what's coming up in the immediate future? Because we've had all sorts of stuff just kind of flying in. As far as like what you can expect to see over the next month or so with this team, both football and basketball, PJ Flex been praised as like June is his month as far as like recruiting mm-hmm. goes. And Ben Johnson's just getting started up and getting going and figuring out how to get all this done as well. What do you think are going to be some of the bombshells we see in the near future? There, there are going to be some players that come in on visits now that probably are going to pull the trigger possibly, you know, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Some players that I could see potentially, you know, making that next step, Zach Evans from Texas or running back, guy that honestly might be some of my favorite film I've watched of any player in the class. I mean, this guy is dynamic in space, can make the first defender miss, superb acceleration. I mean, he hits the corner and can hit that next gear. Uh, excellent, excellent balance, top end speed, 44640 yard dash is, is what it sounds like he's able to run. Uh, that would put him like in the 91st percentile among running backs with a similar size profile. So, you know, that sharp jump cut, able to put that foot in the ground, get downhill quickly. Zach Evans is a guy that would be a really nice get for the Gophers, underrated player as well. Uh, as I'm also keeping an eye on Anthony Smith from Pennsylvania as well, defensive end who, I mean, again, you want to keep building the future defensive line depth chart. You got Trey Bixby already who committed last August. And now Smith is definitely someone that could get in here and and be another developmental pass rush. Long arms, broad shoulders, great size, uh, can bend around the corner, get low, gain leverage against tackles. I think, you know, really good basketball player as well. 17 and a half points a game playing basketball. Uh, you definitely see that footwork. That's something that, you know, I'm always looking to see what sports guys are playing and how it translates because, you know, linemen, for example, the footwork in the post definitely helps a lot, uh, things like that. But Anthony Smith, Zach Evans, uh, just a couple of names that that I want to see potentially over the next couple of weeks here, what they do, and, and maybe they'll be end up becoming commits for the Gophers. And, and now you'll see some of these guys that have, you know, taken visits and, you know, this week will be a busy weekend for that, but you'll see some of those guys start to make their decisions possibly. And as that continues later into the month and then into July, uh, it, it'll be nice and busy with, with commits and there'll, there'll be plenty to talk about over the next couple of weeks here. 
Yeah, well, we're looking forward to getting more reasons to get to know more of these guys as they start to commit to Minnesota. And of course, more reasons to talk to Daniel House as well here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Go and visit his stuff over at gophersguru.com. And the Twitter's Daniel House NFL still, Daniel? Yes, Daniel House NFL. All right, go ahead and give him a follow there too. Thanks for coming on, Daniel. Anything else we're missing you want to plug before we let you go? Just check out the website. Stuff's going up every single day. Premium content, $5 a month gets you access to the subscription, which includes film breakdowns, analytics, discussion about these commits and what they bring to the table, future roster breakdowns, looking back at the season, pulling out advanced data, pairing that up with film. Uh, just a unique experience looking at Gopher Athletics from a different lens, in-depth coverage. So if you're interested, head over to the website, gophersguru.com. It's worth your five bucks, people. Go and give it a try. Daniel House, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. A big thank you again to Daniel House for joining us on the show today. Hope you have a good weekend. But before you head into the weekend, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for Locked On Golden Gophers here today and this week. We'll be back on Monday with another episode on everything that happens this weekend. Until then, Nate Dickinson with Locked On Golden Gophers.